What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Pausbon, and with me is Jordan Belinsky. Hey. <laughs> and Aaron Belauchek. Hey. <laughs> and you're listening to part two of episode seven of VGM Generations. So uh, this is our covers and remix episode. And uh, what's your second pick, Jordan? What do you got for us? I got some, some Mega Man. Oh, because, yeah. Because, you know, Man. Mega Man. Everybody likes Mega Man. But I'm, unlike... Unlike most people, I want to talk about the Mega good, Man 9. The good Mega Man game. The one that's actually the best. Number two. Two, two. And clearly, clearly yes, clearly, I'm talking about Mega Man 3. No, it's either two or nine. <laughs> it's three. Three is the best. Three is my favorite, and Eternal it should battle. be the best Mega Man. Um, so I'm talking about an artist named Rush Jet One. Clearly, he's a Mega Man fan because... Well, his online handle is named after a Mega Man character. And where did Rush Jet first appear? Mega Man two, 3. No, 3. Yeah, Mega Man 3. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because in 2, the special items were just yeah, weird Yeah, it was special things. item 1, yeah. 2, and 3. And so three Rush Jet just didn't have a face yet. That was all. Yeah, but uh, 3 was the introduction to a lot of great things like Rush Jet. Uh, sliding? Was sliding? Sliding, sliding was introduced. Yeah. As well as was Proto, Proto Man. Man? Yeah. As well as Proto well, Man's dope as hell too. <laughs> and dope I, as hell. And I can't say I've beaten Mega Man Four, so I don't know if the theme continued. But in Mega Man Three, some of the final bosses were Mega Man Two bosses. Did that happen in Mega Man Two? Yes, all the bosses in Mega Man Two were Mega Man Two bosses, so it did happen. Oh, so it did. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but did it also Threw have right back <laughs> in your face? Did it, <laughs> did it also have Mega Man One bosses? It didn't have them because they were bad. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, With the exception of Cutman. Cutman? Okay. Well, you know. Magnet Man? <laughs> I guess is that a good... Uh, I guess no, no, that was one. Bubble okay. Man is the version of Cutman from... Yeah? No? Yeah, the okay. one that everyone makes fun of because I he's bad? And, and I think I think Mega Man 3 had yeah. Top Man. So you have Top Man, <laughs> Bubble Man, Cutman. Those are sort There's of always the, like the, the misfit of the group yeah, that everybody makes fun of. The wimpy outcast that nobody likes. One of my likes. favorite uh, online personalities called Moriarty. So like, he, he's like the world's biggest Mega Man fan. He actually has... Um, I'm bigger. No, he, he wins. <laughs> I mean, uh, physically bigger. <laughs> yeah, you might be physically bigger, but uh, he, um, he, in the... So the... Anniversary? What was the game that came out recently? The Mega Man. It was like uh, an anniversary game. Came yeah. out on a bunch of consoles. Ask him. He's the biggest Mega Man fan there ever was. Yeah. yeah. What is it? It was the, the Mega Man. Uh, was it just 20, called the Mega Man Collection? 20, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if there was a year attached to it, but it came 20, out on the 20 3DS. 20 yeah, yeah. But yeah, on yeah. the 3DS, there is challenge modes, and one of the challenge modes is called the Moriarty Challenge, named after him because he knows. Um, what's the creator's name? Inafune. Inafune. Okay. okay, he's the guy that everybody's mad at because of Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah, yes, so it that's is Inafune. Him. That's right. Okay, so yeah, uh, yeah, he he knows Inafune personally. Put him in the game, but he the story is uh, when he was a kid, he loved um, he loved Mega Man so much, and Mega Man or Magnet Man was his favorite villain. So he used to just take like a fridge magnet and put an elastic band around <laughs> his head and run around saying, "I'm Magnet Man." <laughs> I did the same thing, but my favorite was Shadow Man. I used to make ninja stars and tape them to my head. <laughs> I drew. I didn't. I didn't get into any video games for doing that. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah, me neither. I was such a fan when I was a kid that we had a big fridge box, and I drew a huge life-size picture of Mega Man on it, doing the leaf shield. Yeah, and then also a version of Woodman in the background, and you had to throw it. That's awesome. Points. It was why great. Why aren't you in a game? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the extent of my fandom. 
So specifically talking about Rush Jet One, his real name is Tad Nuznov, and um, he's an indie game composer. He's uh, he's the composer on One Thousand and One Spikes, which I think is his probably the biggest game he's worked on. Uh, you like that game, right? I haven't actually played it yet. I, I've. Did I, you own it though? No, I got okay. it. I got into One Thousand and One Spikes because of this. Uh, his affiliation with Mega Man. Okay. So I'll get into that in a second, but um, I got into a, a thousand and one spikes soundtrack and I haven't even played the game yet, but it's only because I've, um, I came across him on YouTube and he has a really interesting YouTube channel. So if you're on YouTube, look up rush jet one. And what you'll find is uh, aside from all his video game compositions, remixes and covers, he's, He's 100% a chiptune artist. So all of the all of the covers and remixes he does sound like the NES era. The like it's all 8-bit chiptune music. The impression I get of most of his stuff and I love his Mega Man 2 soundtrack is the fact that it's uh it feels like if the NES had no limitations on instruments. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's using the uh like the the soundboard, the sound chips of the Nintendo Entertainment System with no limitations. And so what he does is he covers a lot of familiar sounds, but in his own style. So imagine a remix, but with chiptune sounds. So what you'll find if you go to his YouTube page, he actually does playthroughs of Mega Man 1, 2, 3, 4. I'm sure he's going to go through 5 and 6, 9 and 10. But uh, he has one through four on his YouTube page right now. He does full playthroughs of the entire game and he replaces 100% of the music with his own remixes that are all chiptune. It is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um, so I don't think there's anything else out there like this. But uh, um, he's outside of those remixes. Yeah. So he's done a, a, a thousand and one spikes, he's done covers of other. Super Nintendo, Genesis, Commodore 64 songs. Um, he has uh, he has a lot of music on his Bandcamp page. So rushjet1.bandcamp.com. Um, you can download all of his Mega Man soundtracks for free. Um, but of course, you know, you can donate whatever you want. So feel free. And um, let's jump in. Let's listen to something. Uh, so the first one I'm going to go with, I already mentioned Mega Man 3 because... Out of all the Mega Man games, I have to go with whatever the best Mega Man game is. So I, you know, obviously it's Mega Man 3. So let's take a listen. <laughs> you know, uh, the more you just say that, the less meaning it has. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to fight for Mega Man 3. <laughs> There's a strong Mega Man 3 fan crowd out there that will agree with me that it is better than Mega that Man 2. just get beat down Mega by Man, the much stronger Mega Man Mega 2. Mega Man 2 all right, all right, clouded. All right. <laughs> it's clouded. We're break up this fight before they jump across the table at each other. All right, so Mega Man 3 is better than Mega Man 2. And the song <laughs> I'm going with is Sparkman Theme. Um, I would say it's one of the better themes from the Mega Man 3 soundtrack. And this is Rush Jet 1 doing a 8-bit chiptune cover of an 8-bit song. So Sparkman Theme, let's go.
interesting thing about uh, about his YouTube channel. He actually does. He not only does he recreate the music, but he was really big into Mario Maker a few months ago. <laughs> he recreated Mega Man levels in, in Mario, Mario Maker, Maker <laughs> and did playthroughs with his own music. With his own music, <laughs> that's awesome. The only thing he's missing is doing his own rendition of the sprites, and then he's literally remade everything. <laughs> yeah, then he's but remade the game. I feel like if I was at a party and I met this guy, he would be my new best friend. He seems like a really cool guy. <laughs> and then you guys could do a podcast together yes. and just talk about Mega Man 3 all the time. Just Mega Man 3. Hey, dude, how much you like Mega Man 3? Oh, dude, it's so good. That's the best. <laughs> the, the other neat thing about all of his covers is uh, there's multiple levels that play the same theme song. Uh, in Mega Man 3, you go through Sparkman's level, uh, Shadow Man, Gemini, and Needleman's levels at least two times throughout the whole series of playthroughs. And then not to mention all the Dr. Wily levels. Every time you revisit a level, he never reuses the same song. He does a new remix every, every single song. time. That's you go, crazy. Yeah. And then there's, um, there's what's called the boss rush mode, which I mentioned earlier when you're playing through Mega Man 3, you actually refight all the Mega Man 2 bosses. Mm -hmm. Well, just like Mega Man 2, at the very, very end, spoiler, you refight all the Mega Man 3 bosses. So when you go through the boss rush mode in Mega Man 3, he does how, one, two, three, four, five, six, there's um, nine, eight. Uh, eight, thank you, I can't count. Yeah, Mega Man's uh, in the middle. Yes, yes, <laughs> there's... <laughs> so when you refight the eight uh, master bosses, he does. <laughs> <laughs> that was too funny. I, I took the time to count. Because I counted Mega Man. Oh, that's um, awesome. He redoes the song eight, nine? Eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> he redoes the boss theme eight times for every single time you fight the boss. That's cool. He that did a really good job. Cool. That's a lot of work. To get to so that if you're, even if you don't go to his page, which you really should do, check out his YouTube page and just watch his playthroughs because it's a lot of fun. That is Rush Jet 1. All right. So, Aaron, what do you have first? All right. Next up, we, we're going back to, uh, this is not chiptune. We're going back to the world of uh, Legend of Zelda. So my track is from The Wind Waker, which uh, we all love. Great. Some of us, yeah. not Some all of us, us. Not all of us love it. You, you don't, don't like it? I didn't say. Yeah. I just think it's one of the weaker you ones. You implied that you didn't. <laughs> it's one of the weaker <laughs> ones. All right. Well, that said, <laughs> this is a track uh, from The Wind Waker, and it's uh, done by an artist called, uh, I'm going to try and say this, but I, I can't say it correctly. It's Freddy Grady? Freddy Grady? Freddy I think Grady. Freddy Grady. It could be Freddie Greddy. I'm reading but, it now, and I'm going to say Freddie Greddy. But uh, I, I also read in an interview with him, he said that nobody, no English speaker ever gets his name right. Okay, so maybe it is so, Freddie Greddy. Sure, whatever. His real name is Frederick Larson from Sweden. So, you know, makes sense. It could be Freddie. Frederick Larson from Sweden. And he was at one time, I'm not sure if he still is, the number one subscribed channel in all of Sweden. So Wow. wow. That's, that's actually a pretty yeah, big thing. Big acclaim for this guy. For sure. He's now... He's another self-taught, completely self-taught, never had a music lesson, lesson in his life, and he plays... People have the time. He plays <laughs> every instrument, like oh, everything. God. That stuff blows me away. Like flawlessly. It's yeah. amazing to watch him do it because he, it's like any instrument he's ever picked up, he's a master at it, even if it's not an instrument. It's like 
the spoons or he's just like playing like yeah. water glasses he can or teach, whatever. Yeah, he's just like that. those natural musicians who can literally teach themselves anything. Yeah. It's like, here, play with this coat hanger. They're like, yeah. like fuck, that sounds great. <laughs> and uh, he also, that mentioned, I just wanted to mention that he's got an, a really, really good Mega Man 9 medley where he plays through every single song in Mega Man 9 in succession. And it is really well done. Totally worth a listen, especially, you know, we're, we're in the Mega Man mood since the last song. Yeah. I recommend going to his YouTube channel and checking out his Mega Man 9 me- medley. Love now, a good medley. Frady Grady, I'm going to actually spell that so you can actually get to his YouTube channel. So uh, it's F-R-E-D-D-E-G-R-E-D-D-E. So if you uh, head to YouTube and check him out. I also want to mention about this song that I'm going to play. Now, the song is the end credits medley. So it's kind of like a medley of all most of the tracks of the game all put together and he play and you have to watch this on YouTube. You actually have to go there and watch this because he plays all the instruments and even does like nine part vocals on it as well, where he's singing all the harmonies with himself. He's doing all the vocals and it does that sort of split screen thing we talked about where it has like him and all the parts up on the screen, like (laughs) Mega Man. It puts them all up on the screen and then it splits out all his vocals, like all nine parts of the vocals. (laughs) <laughs> how many are there <laughs> but in in this video he's playing the accordion the guitar he's doing water glasses so you know where you like mm-hmm. bang on the side of a water glass with a spoon where he's, and they're all filled to different heights yeah so yep, different exactly yeah. he's playing on a baking pan it appears for percussion <laughs> he's playing the recorder a pan flute and a bongo like a lot of this, stuff and doing all the vocal parts and it is absolutely awesome to watch um, it has over 4.5 million views. Wow. So this guy's yeah, like big time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. So Man, I, you know what? I hadn't heard of this guy. Well, now's your chance. This song, chance. this version of the song came out in 2008 and you, you know, you, hopefully you'll enjoy the song, but definitely go to YouTube and watch it. When so, did Wind Waker come out? When did Wind Waker come out? Oh, it was before Twilight Princess. So yeah, well, I mean, the GameCube was kind of like 2001-ish, right? Twilight so was 2007. I want to say I think 2003-4 is probably That sounds close. right in, in my head. Yeah, I think, anyway. I think we're, we're close on that. So uh, the track is the end credits medley, and this is from Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker.
better on the recorder than I ever was in elementary school. I can't believe how good his... He must have, like, a nice recorder. Oh, yeah. Not, it, like, one of it, those... It POS. looks like a nice one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's, like, playing the accordion. Like, the accordion is... It's a hard instrument. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. I was great at it when I was five. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? My mom had an accordion, and I my used mom, to bust it out. My mom like, had one, too. <laughs> like, you know, just play with it. But yeah. I sucked. Like, oh, I, me that, too. That's I me terrible. being a self-taught musician. Yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> All my self-teaching goes horribly. I don't know how these people are so talented. Blows my mind. But you should watch him, like definitely watch him do that Mega Man 9 one too because it's all like electric guitar and stuff. It's yeah, really for sure. good. He also does a lot of like movie themes and TV shows and like pop culture kind of stuff. So, so yeah, not, no, not just video not games. Not just video games, though video games is sort of what rose him to the spotlight. So. Yeah. he's And he's kind of transitioned in doing his own stuff. He's released like his own albums as well that are not video game related. And that's all on the website you mentioned earlier. The, wasn't the website I mentioned earlier YouTube? YouTube? I thought you were you were reading out his name. <laughs> I was. That was just to look up his, his channel. Yeah, okay. on, on YouTube. Check him out on YouTube. He does have his own page too, but you know, all of his stuff is posted to YouTube, okay. and that's really the place to go to watch. And so you can videos, watch yeah. the cool video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. So speaking of uh, an artist who's on YouTube who has other pop culture covers, uh, that goes perfectly for nine X covers. So my next one is a guy called. 331 E-Rock, maybe just E-Rock, but everywhere I've seen it, it's 331 E-Rock. So um, his real name is Al Eric Calderon. Um, and then uh, my track that I picked uh, to go with part one is uh, Aaron talking about Pokemon, Pokemon Go, is the Pokemon theme. So not technically a video game track. If, if we're being not technically a video game track at all. You mean like by technically you mean it's like this it shouldn't even be close to this really <laughs> thing this isn't a video game yeah. guess what i don't care because it's pokemon oh. pokemon goes out and i'm fucking loving it and it's taking me back to my childhood taking me back to my nostalgia from here on we'll be transitioning to an anime themed <laughs> podcast but yeah no technically this is from pokemon anime um but it's the pokemon theme everyone every single person who's played pokemon thinks of this song when they think of pokemon no, here i want to be the very best like no one ever was everybody hears that in their head so um, so this guy is all his covers are meets metal. So he's a, he's a metal guitarist. He's a fantastic guitarist. Um, so all of his stuff is meets metal. The first one I found was just browsing on YouTube and it was a Zelda meets metal. It's still fantastic. It was one of his earliest videos. It was probably like in his top in his like first 10, 20 videos. Um, it's awesome. Uh, so I went searching, uh, for a little, um, information on him. He graduated uh, from the University of Tampa with a music degree, but he also went to Berkeley uh, to learn about orchestration. I was Sorry, just saying, he's like, he's not self-taught. He went, no, he, uh, he actually yeah. studied music. This guy, yeah, this guy is a truly trained uh, musician. Yeah, so, yeah, to break, break, the, um, break the pattern. But, uh, yeah, no, he actually is a well-trained musician. He teaches music, um, or t at least taught music for a time. Um, and he was going a bit through his process, so he's one of those guys, again, breaks down all the parts, plays it all and then uh but with him is he plays the generally he says he plays the guitar and the bass parts himself and then the drums he does all um all uh synthetically if you will um and so he says that's actually the part that takes him the longest time is breaking down each individual each individual drum part and then putting it all back together he's super obsessive about it but it shows because it sounds great and then he was saying uh so this is kind of like music nerd stuff but um what he was saying is he records the guitar part four times through 
for every single track and he does it straight through like he doesn't just layer the same one four times because he wants to give the uh mu- the music more of like a wall of sound sort of prop- property to it mm. so and then um so it feels more organic like there's actually four people playing it rather exactly, than four yeah. clones of the same exactly yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. and it gives it like a real weight if you will um yeah of course i chose it because pokemon go is taking over the world <laughs> and uh and <laughs> one of the uh things that i that i found about him when i was uh looking through this stuff that kind of made me groan a little bit but also made me laugh is his let it go meets metal is his by far most popular track with over 9 million views. What the hell? I would have thought wow. it was his uh, My Little Pony Meets Metal. But actually, yeah. the one that actually um, made him super famous was he did a Lady, he did a Lady Gaga cover. And that <laughs> was the one that like like skyrocketed his page and then let it go. And my theory on that is that there's a bunch of metalheads out there whose daughters love Frozen and they had to listen to it so many times. They were like, all right, fine. You want to listen to it again? We're listening to the metal track. <laughs> so, but it's actually awesome. I listen to it. It's actually really there's just a lot of crossover between metalheads and like frozen fans. Print, Maybe they're just the same person. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. But uh, anyway, um, check him out. Three, 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 one E rock. He has a Patreon page. Um, I don't know if you can buy his albums or not. I should have checked on that. I think you can buy some of his stuff anyway, but uh, you can definitely catch all his stuff on uh, YouTube. So watch it, especially if you love metal. He's just like, he's really an amazing guitarist and it's, it's just fun to watch him play. And he like, he's one of those guys who's just fun to watch play because he looks like he's having fun while he's playing. Like he's not just like static face, like he's smiling, kind of laughing the whole time he's playing. So, which, which is even more impressive because it's like the thing he's, the things he's doing on the guitar. Like if I were even to do attempt a 10th of what he's doing, my face would be all like twisted all up in like, yeah, yeah. In concentration. And he's just like, Oh, whatever. <laughs> and you're like, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so the Pokemon theme. Oh, and this is featuring uh, Rob Lundgren, which is another uh, YouTube star. He's a singer, like a metal singer, and he's got a fantastic voice. So check that guy out too. But uh, Pokemon theme, technically from the Pokemon anime, but it's in honor of Pokemon Go. Let's have a look.
Jason Page, the guy who originally sung the Pokemon theme song for the show. Yeah. I'm just actually recording this song and he looks nothing like what I actually imagine. He just imagined. looks like a totally normal dude. Normal dude. But <laughs> the great thing is, is like he's singing it and he is so into it. Like yeah. He's doing air guitar and he's just <laughs> smiling away. Like yeah. he, he clearly loves it. And uh, also on that note, there's an album that came out when Pokemon first became big called To Be a Master. And uh, he also features in some of the songs on that. Oh, okay. It almost feels like Jason Page and a few other people like got together in a studio like one afternoon and banged out this album. Yeah. And it's, but it is one of my favorite albums of all time. <laughs> it's so corny and it's That's so hilarious. cheesy, but it is awesome. I've been listening to it a lot lately because of Pokemon Go. Yeah, for sure. So listen to, to 331 E-Rock and then go listen to To Be a Master. There you go. Yeah. And then go play Pokemon Go. <laughs> Also, I like about this cover is that he does the full version of the song, all the verses. Yeah, not, which yeah. which nobody knows, right? Because yeah. everyone or most people don't know. Like everyone just knows, uh, like the first, the yeah. first verse, I guess, which it, was what the theme song for the show was. Exactly. It was funny actually. I was watching a video recently of, um, uh, it was in I think Chicago. And like a bunch of people were gathered around this big landmark in Chicago and somebody brought like a giant Bluetooth speaker and started playing the theme and everyone was singing along <laughs> together. And then they cut the video at the first verse and everyone was like, and all the comments on the video were like, yeah, because no one knows the second verse. <laughs> <laughs> Another note about this song is that it also was featured in uh, the GameCube game Donkey Konga. The was Pokemon first, theme in it? The first Donkey Konga had go. the Pokemon theme song Oh, in so it. that's where I pulled it from, that game. Yeah. So and, that, that way it's a game song. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that like I loved doing it so much in Donkey Kong. I remember we'd get I'd get like two pairs of bongos and I would play player one and player two at the same time oh on the Pokemon God. theme That's song on the gorilla difficulty, like on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. The gorilla yeah. difficulty. But but I played that game like all day, every day. So Yeah, you played the hell out of the game. Yeah. Well, it was my job. That's true. It was. <laughs> oh, oh, the trump card. Yeah. All right. Check. All right. So uh, I guess that is it for part two of episode seven of VGM Generations. So, um, and uh, because I picked last, I'm going to go with what I've been playing recently. So 
not much has changed for me. Uh, we talked about Pokemon Go in part one, um, and we just listened to the Pokemon theme. Uh, <laughs> so I've been playing the hell out of Pokemon Go. Same thing with uh, me. Um, just like Aaron, his wife's into it. My girlfriend's totally into it. Um, every day she comes home and is like, hey, guess what I caught? You don't have one of these, do you? <laughs> like, totally. And, and uh, my favorite thing is I like to call her Gary. Because no, she actually <laughs> named exactly, and she actually named her character descendant of Oak, and so I'm like, "You are Gary. That's who you are." <laughs> so, That's she's funny. Like, Speaking of that, it's just funny because uh, my wife recently got a Bulbasaur, and she likes to rub that in my face. No, because you don't have because yeah, I don't have one. Yeah, yet. there you she go. She rubs so, yeah. her Bulbasaur in your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> That's what we do. You want to hear more? <laughs> no, no. Please do. It's a PG podcast. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Um, but yeah. Playing the hell out of Pokemon. I can't even talk about it. Um, <laughs> He's all flustered. We've been playing. I've still been playing Overwatch. Uh, they just released the summer game stuff. So it's all these Olympic um, loot boxes and they have all these. Uh, they have all these like Olympic costumes for a bunch of the characters. It's really cool. Um, and they blended my two favorite games of the moment, which is Overwatch and Rocket League. They put basically they put a Rocket League clone in Overwatch. Lucio Ball. Lucio Luc Ball. Yeah. And uh, so that's pretty fun. I've been playing a couple of matches of that. Uh, we've still been playing Three Swords, a.k.a. Uh, what is I, never I don't even know what it's name. called. Triforce Heroes. Triforce Heroes. Heroes. Three, Heroes. Three Swords. A.k.a. Three, Three Swords. swords. Um, it's like Four Swords, but the budget version. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I haven't played it yet, but I want to mention it because it looks so great, is I just uh, downloaded a new game called Abzu which is um, from some of the team that uh, put together Flower and Journey and the same composer that uh, Austin Wintory, who I've mentioned before, um, who did Journey. So I'm really excited to get into it. I'm actually holding off because uh, I'm going to try and play with my girlfriend at the same time so we can both experience it together. But uh, uh looks fantastic. It's this underwater diving game. Very surreal. Not, again, not a ton of game there. It's kind of similar to Journey. It's an exploration game, right? Yeah, exactly. More ex exploration. Um, some very simple puzzles, but more about the experience of the game. So, um, if you, uh, if you, if you were into journey and you haven't heard of this, uh, definitely go check it out. Cause if you like looking at fish, if you like looking at fish and listening to beautiful music while you do it, yeah, there you go. There you go. There's actually, there's all sorts of like sea life. They got like manatees in there. Yeah. I heard that. Like, whales. I heard that there was a huge variety. Yeah. It looks cool. I watched the uh, video for it on steam. Look, yeah. Very colorful, very colorful game. So yeah, I'm excited to get into that. I think I'll uh, jump into that this weekend, but, uh, that's what I've been playing. So uh, that is it for episode two, or sorry, part two of episode seven. This is going to take me a little while, <laughs> a while to get used to the new format of uh, VGM Generations. Um, and then always we must mention the contest. So this is part two. So we need another teaser for the contest, so for the prize. Quick explanation of the contest again, just in case oh, yeah. somebody's, so yeah, for some to, reason, uh, late. Yeah, in case you didn't catch part one, go back and listen to it. But uh, for the contest to win the prize, all you got to do is retweet uh, my tweet about the episode of the podcast on whichever service you listen to. So iTunes, Google Play or SoundCloud. And then um, for a bonus entry, leave a review on one of those three services. So iTunes uh, store, you can leave a review. Google Play, you can leave a review or SoundCloud, uh, leave a review. And uh, that's that's your bonus entry. So, But all you need to do for the first entry is just simple retweet, one click, and uh, we'll be notified. So your hint for this episode. The hint for this episode. The franchise. So the game that we're giving away. It's been around for about 30 years. Yeah. You'd say it's a classic. It's a classic. The yeah. franchise. Yeah. Should we mention the developer? 
Maybe we'll save something for next time. Okay, so. all right. We'll save the developer for next it's time. It's a free game, so enter the contest. <laughs> it's a free matter. game. It doesn't matter. It'd be awesome. It's a good game. And then, uh, oh, I should mention the Twitter handle. It's just at VGM Generations. Very simple. And uh, and then, of course, you can always uh, email us at uh, vgmgenerations at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns. Uh um, complain about how, like, blue we got in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> how dark things got. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, that's it for part two of episode seven and uh, see you for part three.